listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hello. Then we came home. Mad messages was on my phone. Bitch named Simone. Screaming. She fiending for the semen. Me being the man that I am. Took her to the condo. Pronto. Half Indian. I called her Tonto. Hey. Welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're back. That's right. We never like we never left. Karen. Right back. We didn't leave. You know, get accolades. And what do we do? Get back to work. Back to the grind. Yes, we do. It's like it never happened. It's Saturday morning. So that means it's time for feedback. And there's plenty of it this week. Woohoo! What did we say? I don't know. I don't know if it was something that someone else said about us. Stuff we said ourselves. We're going to find out today. I haven't had time to listen to any of the voicemails. All okay. of them could be telling us, go fuck ourselves. We'll be surprised together, audience. Okay. Um, of course, uh... We did get some early feedback Friday morning. Uh, that dude, uh, Timmy, was still mad about two years ago, hit me up. I was talking shit about the show. And I never, I never hit reply on his uh, thing. I never added him, never mentioned him. Because that is what pre-Huffing and Post-Ride would do. You know, I would have ah! put him in my mention. I would have been up in there telling him, like, hey, fuck you. Well, you just a little bitch. But now that it's we post. We fancy now. Yeah, now that I'm post post huffo, those days are over, man. I'm not not punching down anymore. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm only punching up. Right, 
right so i'm not responding to that type of negativity anymore post huff puff rod does not do that <laughs> shit so you can keep that you can keep that little petty shit for all you people that didn't make the Huffington Post, but we we offer that. That's last year. That's two thousand eight. Uh, let's get into. I like into, them Kanye West shades you got on there, sir. Well, hey, you know, sometimes when you're a star, you shine so bright, you blind yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's. I uh, guess so. You know, but hey, the, not everybody can get written up on the Huffington Post. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, talk about this feedback show. You can find this show at theblackoutis.com, and that's where you can find all the feedback information. Just hit the about tab at the top of the page there's all the contact info if not you can just leave comments in the polls we have a poll after every show you can leave comments on the actual episode uh and uh you can also email us and leave voice messages all that stuff from the comfort of your own home this is the kind of thing that we do to make sure that you guys are able to reach us yes yes you know? sir well because we don't feel like we're above y'all no y'all part of this too i told yes. people people was congratulating us i was like motherfucker if you ever written into the show for feedback if you ever been a guest on the Send show email if you right if we ever been on your show mail. you was in the huffington post too i know it's so they find us they're gonna find y'all so I, I don't think people understand that and that and that's one thing that it really uh means the world to me because i was happy but i was happy for every everybody involved yeah it's like every twitter retweet every facebook retweet everybody mm-hmm. that donate their account everybody that you know donates money i don't no matter how big or small y'all keep this shit running exactly man so and, and a lot of people leaving comments in on that article thank you very much for leaving comments it, it makes us look good it makes people want to write about us when they know that hey if you write about these podcasts uh you'll get traffic on your site so you know you go click through other uh, other articles on there and people got like no comments one thing it means something when it's like i wrote something about these people um and people responded yes keep responding and going at them posting and everything we thank you guys speaking of response let's talk about people that gave us money my favorite people on earth yes sir uh sharon g all the way from dallas hooked us up with the one-time donation thank you sharon what's up sweetie you know we appreciate it i think that's the first time donator so thank you very much thank you baby of course the smoothest dj in the Power oh. hour, the, the hour of power after dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love fest. Uh, Michael Bree, yes. love. Thank you, sir. I still can't. You know, I was thinking about the other day. Uh, R- Michael Bree, love also sounds like a good reverend name, like one of those televangelists. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. They were like, now everybody, let's let's get our hands together for for Reverend Michael Bree, love from the corner on the rock Baptist church. Him and his <laughs> congregation has came out here today, and and this man can preach preach the word, my brother. Preach the word for the flock. Yeah, I, I was thinking more about how um. Like they have BT uh like uh uncut going going off and then yeah. BT has a televangelist <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they start so like it'll it'll be going off and shit and then and then it'll it'll start uh so yeah, it, 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 it in right now I got this new joint yeah. crazy yeah the chip like this oh, I wanna play. yeah the videos yes crazy curves, pretty face blessed with a bubble 
God ain't leave a hanging man. The world is right here. You still got your dick in your hand, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is about 5.55 a.m. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you on with the Reverend Michael Breedlove and the Hour of Power. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, my dick was still in my hand. What are y'all doing, BT? Yes, and they start the organs and the music, and you see the choir and the stand. And they start talking about money, because that's the first thing they always talk about on televangelists. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's like some of y'all broke, and it's because you ain't giving me your money. Um, Nick the Jew, she donated. Thank you. Hey, boo. Uh, Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Recurring donation. Uh, Jay Rich, um, all the way, uh, with the recurring donation again. Um, and of course, all the way from, uh, I guess he's in Phoenix now. I don't know. I'm not keeping up with your career, Jay Rich, but I know after you won the dunk contest, uh, you went out to Phoenix for a while. You played Charlotte. <laughs> I appreciated those years here, man. Me too. Uh, I, I miss you, sir. An underrated rebounder. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my man, uh, Mud Man 2K is what he goes by on Twitters and the internets and stuff. He donated and he says to show that I love the, to the show that I love the most. I appreciate all the time y'all helped me kill. Congrats on being recognized on HuffPo Mudro. Appreciate it, Mudro. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Tamika H. She hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you, Tamika. We'll see you next month. We uh, will. Uh, Kimberly W., she hit us with that one-time donation all the way from uh, College Park. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, sweetie. I appreciate what y'all did to Duke last night. Uh, <laughs> yes, they did. I was partying, and I'm definitely going to have to give my dad a call to let him know. That, uh, that that uh they won't be winning the ACC title. Yeah, the last game they ever had against Maryland got their ass whooped and uh Hopefully, Carolina. I had to call him before Carolina plays him because we might lose. All right. <laughs> um, and T, uh, Terry S. He donated to the show. Um, uh, he goes our special ops underscore on uh, Twitter and stuff. Uh, Denise M. She wrote in. Had to send another donation after the UNC shout out last week. Go Hills. Even though we lost, love the show. Yeah, we did lose Denise, but <laughs> we still got our pride and we still playing in that ACC tournament today. Yes. Where's Duke? Oh, I don't hear you because I can't At see home. below me. Maybe before the Huffington Post, I could see losers, but not anymore. I only see winners in my eyes, baby. <laughs> of course, my man Sterling, uh, who everybody knows is, uh, like I said, well, a, a good fan to have, man. Just, uh, person that knows how to be a fan, dog. Yes, like, that's he an does. underrated skill. Yes. And, um, and I, him and Leonard Brother, and it's a few other people, Professor L. Shays, they really know how to be a fan. And we talked about this before, but man, when you have like really true fans that, just support you just to support you. There's no strings attached. They're not looking for nothing. They don't right. have any other agendas. It means a lot to us. Yeah, he was uh, actually uh, went out to see the Deceptive Comics. Remember Saron Russell was talking yes. about it? So, uh, yeah, that was cool, man. Uh, we also got something from uh, Two Fish, uh, Terrell G. She hit us with. Oh wait, actually, didn't she change her name to just Tara Lynn? I'm not. I'm not sure. It's still Two Fish as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, she says congrats on the Huff Post article. And happy birthday, Shalika. Happy birthday, Shalika. Happy birthday, Shalika. I don't know how old you are, um, but happy But I birthday. hope you're over 18. Yeah, I'm assuming you're a black woman from the name, Shalika. Um, but uh, thank you. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Jay Brown, uh, the official snowboarder of the show is what she likes to be called, black snowboarder. But I prefer to 
First of all, her title was long as shit. I know I left something out. I prefer calling <laughs> her, and maybe she'll write in and let us know if it's okay. I want to call her the official impossible white man of the show because she has a skill set that Unlike only any impossible others. white men have. Where it's like, oh yeah, I snowboard and I crossfit and cross train and also yeah. run marathons. I did the zombie race and oh yeah, shit. I ran the five k all yeah. in five hours with this five hour energy drink. I feel like she's practicing to be an impossible <laughs> white man. Yes, Jer- Jeremy W says, keep up the great work, you two. And hit us with that PayPal mobile donation. Oh, shit. I didn't know you can do that. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's everybody that donated this week. Uh, We appreciate it. If I missed anybody, um, I'm sure they will email me to tell me fuck myself. Of course. uh, Miss it. Um, Matter of fact, I'm clicking around different uh, places to be sure. (laughs) Oh, well, this is from February, but Maurice November. He had donated in February. I'm pretty sure I read that already. Just in case. Yeah, I just don't want no problems, y'all, okay? I'm just a man. Yeah, because we thank everybody that gives money to us. Yeah. Um, we don't want to leave nobody off the list. Yeah. All right, cool. I think I got everybody, man. Um, let me see who this is. Oh, Christopher D., he hooked us up. Uh, and that was this week. Oh, good. Oh, good. I didn't miss him. Ooh, yeah, Chris. Thank you pretty much. Thank you very much, thank man. Um, so, yeah, I think that's everybody. Um, let's go ahead and get into some feedback mm-hmm. what do you want to do first karen itunes reviews itunes all right let's talk about the five star itunes reviews that we got everybody knows our review policy what is that karen five stars only we don't give a damn what you say it better be five stars if it's less than five stars if it's 499.9999 we's not gonna read that you can need to be five stars yep if it's five stars we will read it on the show yes we will if it's not five stars it's like it never happened so it, it didn't happen as far as i'm concerned you got anything bad to say about me five star that shit ain't that the truth because i can only see five stars in my post hovering and post eyes motherfuckers in them shades that's all you can see mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes five stars of brightness to be able to illuminate <laughs> these words ghetto champagne 94 by ace 94 it says classy with the side of ratchet thank you ace 94 on the down toe csd8204 says another great episode i love the themes you guys come up with and how it never seems forced i too agree there are many closeted homosexuals who will never reveal themselves love this podcast there's a lot of them on the down toe mm-hmm. out there man you know uh i'm not trying to out my man from hot file starter but you can't spell tone without t-o-e <laughs> think about it just think about it just think about it uh tbgwt love it by jonesy 83 why did it take my brother so long to put me on the tbgwt for shame sir anyway i now have uh tbgwt on instant download to my ipad and we also got one from canada but give me a second i gotta look it up um but uh yeah thank you so much um for the five-star review uh you know you'd be surprised how many shows don't get any reviews or you know, it's months between reviews and shit like that, man. So every every week, just about, we get at least one person yep, writing in a nice review or something. Yep, so we thank you. Keep it going. If you hadn't or you considering it, it ain't got to be much. Just put a fucking smiley face on there. We don't give a damn as long as it's five stars. Yeah, now I don't know how to read smiley face. So I'll just. Just emoticons. Ha ha. Semicolon parentheses. Uh, we'll find a way to read it. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Karen's right. Trust Karen. Um, alright, so yeah, it looks like GTA Sports Reporter says TBGWT is the best five stars. 
hey rod and karen this is the best podcast out there in the internet i've been listening for a long time now and this review is a long long overdue I first heard Rod on the Morning Jones and his insight on the day's sports topics were spot on. So I decided to check out TBGWT. Boy, was I surprised. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah, they were like, you ain't talking sports. Yeah, we just start off. Pussy pistol. <laughs> Welcome like, to the Black What does that got to do with basketball or football? I thought I would be listening to a spinoff from the Morning Jones, but yes. instead what I got was something more. Yeah, a lot more. Um, yeah, that's always funny too when people hear about me from somewhere else or they hear about us from somewhere else and they, they're like, oh, well, they were very good on this one topic. It's like, yeah, well, that show only talked about one topic. That's so, right. Um, you know, and we're only on there for a few minutes. Of course, uh, I have other interest than just whatever they do and I'm not going to do a copy of their thing because I'm a fan of their thing already mm-hmm. and they're yep. doing it well enough. Yes, they are. Uh, this show combines crazy news stories and hot topics that keep listeners coming back for more. To see Karen's growth as a co-host over the past two years, I know I said it was long overdue, has been tremendous and is a testament to her dedication to the craft. Keep up the great work, guys. Woo-hoo! Thank yeah. you, sweetie. It's also a testament to the audience because Karen has always been funny. But uh, I think she's uh, grown and the audience is kind of... Uh, you know, encouraged, encouraged it. Yeah. yeah. And uh now she's out of control and I don't know what to do. Please help me. <laughs> she beat me. Um, but let's go ahead and get into some other stuff. Um we got like twelve voicemails okay. and some of these people went over three minutes. Uh Greg Hurt, A dub. Um, I guess y'all just think it's a game, huh? Hmm, just gonna come to my house. Look at my house rules posted by the door. <laughs> just, just, just walk in with your shoes on anyway, huh? But guess whose voicemails Fuck aren't getting rules, paid? Son. Yeah, no over three minute voicemails getting played today, nigga. How about that? After the post, her post rod does not do that. Let's go. Hey, what's up? This is Rod. Uh, I just Karen. It's your boy Keith from Dallas. And um, I was just listening to the feedback show and um, trying to leave this message um, while shit is still fresh on my mind. Um, yeah, man, having a platform to talk about the things that you guys talk about is cool as hell, mainly because you guys don't have agendas you're trying to push. Like, you know, just what I believe that everything you say, the topics that you bring up are things that are straight from the heart. So if you don't have an agenda, if you don't have something that you're trying to push and you know what I'm trying to get it out there because, you know, somebody is paying you to say it or whatever, then you can kind of be real about you. You see, you know, having that platform is one of the most beautiful things. Now, who to say that if you ever start getting paid and, you know, somebody start actually paying you big money to do your thing, you know, that may change. Because that's one thing I noticed about a lot of shows. You know what I'm saying? Or even about people that, you know, have a, a, a platform to really speak on issues that when, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of small that they can say whatever they feel. Like Stephen A. Smith used to be a good guy. He used to, you know what I'm saying, come on and speak, you know what I'm saying, and say things that made sense. And he didn't have an agenda he was trying to push. He was just a paper guy. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was a columnist. The minute he became an analyst, then he had agendas. You know what I'm saying? saying all of a sudden, his message got diluted somewhere down the path, and then he became a cool-ass motherfucker. But, I mean, that's the whole point. When you don't have an agenda, then you can come straight from the heart. 
When you ain't got nothing you're trying to sell or you're trying to push on the people, then you can be real. And that's one of the things I like about you guys. And I'm I'm really hoping that, you know, when you guys make it big, and I know you guys are going to make it big, is that your message still stays the same and you still, then you still stay who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like how Red Man back in the day, you know what I'm saying, said that, hey, if I ever got money, the only thing that's going to change is my draw is going to be a lot cleaner. Just want that purity to stay pure, you know what I mean? Like I heard Chess Nation, man. Just want this show to never change and be who you guys are. That's why I love the show. Because you are who you say you are. That's all I got, man. Fade the black. I'm out. Peace. Peace, sweetie. All right. Um, Karen, do you want to respond to that? Or, um... Oh, when he was talking about uh, Stephen A. Smith, and this is just my opinion. When Stephen A. Smith uh, first came out, he spoke his mind. He said what was on his mind. I agree with a lot of things that Stephen A. Smith said. He was all, To me, he was always known as the angry black man because, to me, Stephen A. Smith just yells in all caps, like literally yells in all caps all the time. And I think once Stephen A. Smith began to blow up, and especially once he got on ESPN and got that show, and the show got canceled and he got fired and they hired him back, I think his thought process changed as far as trying to get that money. I think he had to change. He had to calm down. And it became less about getting him his voice out and more about conforming to whatever they wanted him to conform to. Now, he still can get to the point where he can still be froggy and stuff like that. But I think that over time, he changed because he had to. Well, here's the thing. Um, I know Stephen A. Smith. My kids Ah! play basketball with his kids. I went to summer camp with Stephen A. Smith. So it hurts me to say this about him. Okay. But I find the commentary of Keith in Dallas to not only be problematic, but preposterous and prodigious. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Oh, where we get all these big rats from that I don't know what the hell you're talking you about? You want to call up here and slander this good man's name? I'm not going to have that. Next topic. You. Next voicemail. Hey, the black guy that tips uh, podcast. This is a great CPO. A new listener. Um, I just wanted to uh, just give you guys a shout out. I love listening to all your shows. And the schedule is just like a beast that you guys just put out the production of the shows. Um, I know that has to be, you know, just hell of a to, um, you know, work full time and then put out the podcast. Um, you guys talk about a wide range of topics, um, very interesting topics. You keep it real. You keep it 100. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to give a shout-out and just let you know I'm the newest fan from uh, Be More by way of uh, Detroit. So a lot of things you guys talk about, I can really feel that. Um and I was just recently listening to a podcast you did um, with another podcaster um, recently, and you guys have given him a lot of support and everything from Detroit. Um, it escapes my name. His, uh, I forget his name now, but Mr. you guys Spain? was giving him advice when he first started out podcasting in Detroit. But, yeah, it must be Mr. Spain. Uh, you know, basically, you know, I just want to give you guys a shout-out. 
um, keep doing what you do, and uh, hey, you got a fan for life. Oh. Thanks, Thank Mr. CPO. We appreciate that. And, um, um, guarantee that's Mr. Span. It's probably Mr. Span, and uh, I don't know because we've helped a lot of people out when they start. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I refuse to do, and this happens occasionally, I got, actually this week I got an email about it. Um, I will never tell you how to do your show. Nope, you do your show the way you want to do your show. Yeah, like sometimes people be like, "What can I work on? What can I do?" And um, I'm like. N- I don't mind, like, I don't mind being like, oh, well, this technical aspect is something, uh, yeah, this, something like this that type of this microphone, sound, this type yeah. of setup. This type but, of program, but as far as your show yourself, the thing about it is that you gotta feel you. You gotta find out where you wanna go and where you wanna be. And just like we've evolved and grow, you will evolve and grow. And right. you have to let stuff happen naturally. Exactly. And I also don't wanna get in the way of someone's show because I feel like what makes people good is that they do it themselves. That's so right. Being like, hey, you need to talk about these topics. You need to move, mm. make the show this length. Like I always found that people that do that are extremely arrogant. And yeah. one of the things I prided ourselves, I pride myself on and pride the show on and uh, we have pride in is just the fact that we're doing this the way that we want to do it. Ain't that and the truth and how we want to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it is proven to be successful and it is proven to have its own little uh, fan base and, and, and all that stuff. And uh, I. I'm I'm in I'm into it so mm-hmm. yeah I think but thank you very much man we appreciate it. I think he said his name was Greg CPO but mm-hmm. um if not you know uh call him let us get it correct yep um all right next voicemail what's up Rod Karen this is your boy KC Stewart calling in uh see how y'all doing all that good stuff like that anyway let me get in with my comments uh to the uh, the episode you had uh the Ron Russell on I believe mm-hmm. oh, I didn't think that. Uh, but That's yeah, right. man, that dude, that dude's hilarious, man. I'm fucking sorry that I missed him coming to Kansas City, but hey, brother, if you listen, if you keep, I mean, I'm following you now on Twitter, so please keep, keep, keep tweeting out your show dates. If you come into the Midwest, I will hop on I-70 or I-44 or one of these states and find a way to get, uh, to that show, brother. You sound really hilarious. Uh, yeah, and then I was also wanting to thank you, man, just like the example of, you know, bringing that brother to a lot of, uh, us who, who would never have heard his name. And, and known to go follow them on YouTube. I'm looking at all my podcasts and all like the great people that I just met and you can talk to on Twitter because of this show. And, you know, so I'm sure a lot of listeners appreciate all you do. Cause, you know, you don't make the show about you, but you make the show, but you make the show more about us getting to, to interact and meet new people, see new things, hear different stories. So really appreciate the time you guys put into the show and, you know, giving us a chance to, see things and hear things and learn things that we probably wouldn't have known. And, and it's just funny as fuck. Uh, and I, yeah, I know it's not your show, but you were on the Insanity Report. You guys had the Sith Council on there. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I called in before about that, uh, that Clone Wars shit, man. I only got to, uh, I'm on, uh, season four. I finished season four. And, you know, nursing school and finals and all that good stuff really don't allow a brother to, to dig in like he can. But I got to season four and I got to watch the first episode of the cartoon and all i gotta say is why why make, why is general reason such a little bitch on the little cgi thing that must have like a lap dog but mm. on the cartoon version it's it, it i mean the, that first that, that the first 10 minutes they called him the war right you know you already know everybody listening they called him brother the war him and his little uh, army of uh droids the drones they they went to war on some bicycles with some fucking lances Mm-hmm. I took the lances and was fucking up clones. So, yeah, man. 
Anyway, yeah, I'm sorry I'm getting too excited about uh, uh, Star Wars, but yeah, <laughs> we understand. I really enjoy my my inner fat kid who loves to eat cake, just loves uh, the, that that new Star Star Wars. So I grew up with that shit. But anyway, like I said, thanks again for all you do and uh, bringing new people into our universe. So anyway, uh, blackout Temptation case we start out. All right, um, here's the deal. Uh, you need to watch uh, Gindy Tartakovsky's, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, but I'm not sure, um, Clone Wars, the cartoon. It used to come on Cartoon Network back in the day, and, like, it was a 10-minute show, uh, so you can get, like, the entire seasons, and it's probably not not even two hours uh, on DVD. It should be on one disc. Um, get that and watch it because it tells the story – uh part of the story from uh the clone wars and it ends with uh spoiler alert in case you don't want to know but it ends with how general grievous got injured okay uh before the third movie star uh the revenge of the sith starts and okay he basically went and abducted uh the emperor well not the emperor but the, i guess he was the leader of the senate at the time mm-hmm. but he went and abducted the leader of the senate and that's why the f- third movie starts with general grievous uh holding the leader of the senate captive and uh uh anakin and uh obi-wan go into a, a ship and end up fighting um count dooku and, and anakin actually kills him and uh and and then they they escape with uh the leader of the senate uh you know mr uh the palpatine mm-hmm. uh, so uh that is actually what happens and uh before bef- that like that's the reason that it starts that way is cuz that mission but at the end of the mission where he steals the senator Oh, not the senator, I guess the leader of the senate um mace window does a force grab on his chest plate and like injures his internal organs oh but somehow uh grievous manages to escape he's just wounded and that's why he's all fucked up in the third movie so we actually never get to see him in his full cgi glory at his uh peak level and uh i'm not ashamed for knowing that how about that (laughs) um next voicemail uh i guess oh he he called in again damn Casey story again Damn, my bad. I'm pulling the J-Rod while calling in about J-Rod. Hey, man, uh, thanks, Rod, for letting us know that brother's still alive. You know, so I was wondering, you know, if that nigga was suffering from low T or maybe somebody <laughs> might call him drone strike on that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey J-Rod, come on, man. It's all right, dog. It's just jokes, nigga. Don't be all Carl Thomas on us and shit, getting emotional and shit, nigga. Call in, dog, and fuck you for not calling in because I, I had nothing over. Now I owe my bookie about $1,000, nigga, <laughs> because your ass don't want to call in. So, yeah, if you call in, though, I don't care about the weather and wherever the fuck you live at. But, yeah, but that shit was sometimes funny because the raining man shit, that's pretty fucking hilarious. I do anyway, miss the song. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're living. And if you get that podcast, yeah, let me know or us know so we can find out about the weather. All right, then. Casey Stork out. <laughs> by the way uh j-rod did say he was gonna th- think about starting his own podcast i have no interest in listening to it unless it has uh it's raining men as the background music, music for the entire thing or else it won't be right but um yeah he uh I, he has not called back since uh we he made all those calls that last yeah, week and we, we had to be we, like we come had, on we, bro. Had, we had to shut the black guy who tips uh vegas down you know people couldn't put the chips in no more yeah so <laughs> that was hilarious though uh, let's see. Another yeah, what's up, Ryan Karen? It's your boy, Phil Five, man. Hey, 
Hey Rod, I call this. I call this. Uh, I think it was last year, man. I heard that eclectic discussion podcast, man, with uh, Karen on that. And I told you back then. I said, man, that nigga on some dirty Mac shit. Cause I told you he was. I told you. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that cat, man. He be, you know, what I'm saying he was up there trying to trying to talk all slick and shit. And I'm like, look, look, man. Hey, watch out for that nigga, man. That nigga might be on some uh, some 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 uh, deranged Michael Myers type shit, bro. So, hey, I want y'all to be safe, man, for real. Look, congratulations on the Huffington Post. Um, that's awesome. That's beyond awesome, actually, because. I feel like I'm a part of that because, like, I've been listening to y'all for years. So, uh, you know, that's cool, man. Anyway, I, I was just calling, hey, hey, man, Rod, look, I don't know if you remember me uh, talking to you on the voicemail about it a little bit over a year ago, bro. I know you got a lot going on. Or you probably don't. But, uh, yeah, I, I call that shit, bro. I, I call that. <laughs> I call that. That nigga on some Dirty Mac shit, bro. He, he, he on that Dirty Mac shit. Not saying that, Karen. And you all know Miss Karen. I know you ain't, you know, on, on no stuff like that, but, but, man, these niggas out here be on some creep shit, creep life. I see. Anyway, man, it's your boy Phil Five, man. Peace. Congrats. Peace, sweetie. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, we appreciate it. Um, I, I think, um... I remember that and I just kind of was like brushing it off like I don't I hope that that's not what it is and hopefully I hadn't lost his mind plus you know it just it seemed kind of creepy and weird that he was flirting with Karen extra on when she was on the show and he didn't do that with other guests and people were making comments about it people noticed it but um I just didn't think it was a big deal because I mean the fuck is nothing he can do you know it's kind of is 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 just him talking or whatever. I know he was uh trying to be extra flirtation when she was on uh Cold Slither with them um and all that stuff. Um and uh I just think it's a weird ass he's just a weird dude doing weird shit. And uh don't be weird. You know? I think that's what I took from it. Uh Karen, did you notice anything that you thought was off when you did the show with him or whatever cuz uh I know that's what people are saying. My thing is that I guess I just really never paid it any attention because it's one of those things where sometimes that's just what people do. When you go, oh, okay, and you just keep it moving because it's one of them things where it wasn't any other interaction, if that makes sense, other than just that. But once it got to the other part, it was like, okay, we're going beyond a normal uh, relationship of somewhere I don't want to go. Yeah, I just like... It's a weird thing because when you talk to people, uh, you know, that are in the know or people that know him, they're always like, well, he's arrogant and he's spoiled and he's selfish and he's, and I'm like, I don't have any friends like this. Like, if, if those are, those are things that turn me off. Like, if that's kind of how you get down, then I can't really be cool with you. Uh, which is probably why he doesn't ask me about listening to a show and promoting it and shit. Cause I'm just, it turns me off if you're all, every time I pop up into your brain, it's what some shit you need from me or just how, you know, some shit about you or how great you need to be. So, you know, but it's just weird. Cause people are like, yeah, yeah, well, he's just arrogant like that. And he's just that. I'm like, well, why the fuck are y'all, how are y'all friends? But, um, yeah, anyway, he, um, he was weird and i do remember a couple people calling it and i felt five you called it he was acting weird next voicemail 
I tell you, man, goddamn, these phones, man, you can't even uh, do shit with them. But, uh, hey, man, this is Stephen Richard again from Beaumont, South Carolina. Hey, man, I was listening to your show, and I was uh, listening to that part about that boxer feller who went over in England or something like it and uh, showed up at that guy's house. Now, I've got a little something to say about that. Now, I tell you what, man, hey. That guy was justified in going over to his house, man. People just need to leave people the hell alone. You understand me? I tell you what, man. I ain't really got time to try to pursue anybody or anything like that. But I tell you what, if I see you on the street, if I see you in the street or something like that, man, I'm going to run you over with my truck if I can. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I understand? I bet you understand that, you trolls. I tell you that. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm hardly ever on this Twitter thing, man, because, you know, my job and everything like that. But but let me tell you something. That was one of these uh, characters out here with a lot of money or something like that. Now, I... Oh, he get cut off. <laughs> Stephen Richards got cut off. I like the. I like that he is threatening people with seeing them in the streets. That's something. Yeah. That's something I never thought I hear old country white man say. I know. <laughs> and I, you know what? I guarantee you, he is F one at what F four one fifty three fifty two fifty. He twenty four tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck you, with that man. I see you in the streets. <laughs> I'm gonna run you over with my F one fifty. Next what's now? Hey, what's up, Rod? This is uh Tim. Um been thinking about you guys and your grocery store troubles all the time. Um so I walked in the grocery store over there and there was three samples of chips and I'm like, Oh snap, let me go over here. And there's some guy and there's two of the white guys that's in there. And what's in the car? And he, he's explaining the flavor. He's like, there's the garlic cheese bread. <laughs> there's the hot wings, jack flavor. And then he's like, then there's the chicken and waffles. And he's staring right at me. And I'm like, oh, you wish there was one black guy. see two white guys. And then, and then some other random Dorito flavor. But I just thought that was hella crazy how that would happen to me. Before, what's in the car? The two white guys have to grab the garlic and cheese flavor. And I was like, Oh, gosh. I can't fall for the stereotype, so I'll get the Doritos, the hot wings. But yeah, just wanted to say what's up. Show's off the chain. See you later. Peace. All right, Tim. I like that hot wings did not fit into that stereotype for him. No. Like, like, <laughs> no, hot wings don't fit into that stereotype. Mm-mm. He's like, a chicken and waffles. waffles you yeah. think I'm some type of black stereotype? Nah, nah, nah if it had been hot wings or hot sauce or hot wings of Texas Pete, he'd be like... Uh, I might want to back up for that one too. Yeah, but just that wing. Mm. I just find that like it didn't really help. Like he probably should have went with the garlic and cheese that because that's the most stereotype of white people. Uh, yes, but he went with hot wings, which is still chicken, which is still a stereotype for black people. But it ain't got waffles, you yeah. know. So he, I, 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 I think he picked the middle of the road. He's like, uh, let me get the uh, Kool Aid flavor ones. Y'all ain't tricking me. <laughs> I know, and it better be grape. Yeah, next voice. <laughs> What's good, Rod and Karen? This Garland from DC. I heard about y'all from the Firestarter podcast on your episode. What up, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> and when I heard about y'all, uh, I just I was like, yeah, let me, I gotta jump on that podcast because that nigga raw funny. And I got on there and I heard Miss Karen, and I never went back from there. 
Oh, um, this is my first time calling, and I just wanted to say, uh, um, I was in the bar. Yeah, I'm kind of drunk right now on some chill type shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was in the bar, and they showed a Dwayne Wade commercial when he was playing with his kid. I think it was a Dub Men Plus Care commercial. Or yeah, something. I saw that. He was doing a, a drinking Miami Boston College game. They showed Dwayne Wade with his kids. It's like two commercials. Young. Niggas is mad because the heat is happy. <laughs> yeah, I I was dying, young. I know y'all was talking about that Kevin Durant shit mm-hmm. on the last episode. But, young. Niggas is mad that the heat is happy. But once Kevin Durant maybe get a little... Get a little evil in the system. <laughs> Maybe he play a little harder since niggas want to <laughs> talk about LeBron and the Heat now. <laughs> These niggas is mad. They so happy. Damn shit. What am I? Uh, let me get this. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just want to say that y'all one of my favorite podcasts with Firestarter. And I'm I'm a little drunk right now, but <laughs> I just need to call y'all before y'all Saturday podcast and let y'all know that I think that y'all are great podcast and shit. Uh, y'all definitely on my subscription on my iPhone 5 podcast. Uh, thank you, and y'all have a good one. Oh, thank you, sweet. Oh, you too, man. But yes, they is hot. And I'm going to tell you right now, if the Heat win, there will be another summer of LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll be a year of LeBron at that point. Hell yes. But uh yeah, they are mad as shit, man. People keep making it uh like I love that the Heat players have made an entire industry out of being happy. Yes. And, and that just pissing people off. Like that is the best amount of advertising, the best type of advertising you Ever. can do. When all they doing like it's like once a month we just get a reminder that it's like, Hey, we happy y'all. That's it. Like it's That's just it. It's just nothing fancy, right? It's just like Chris Bosh or somebody just being happy, and everybody's like, "Oh, fuck these niggas, man! I hate them." <laughs> I love that shit, man. Like they, or, or, or especially when they did the Harlem Shake video, they oh. got like billions of views. Niggas was hot. I was that watching video it. was epic. I was watching the Harlem Shake video yesterday. Like that's how good it is. I've seen it about a hundred times. It's epic. It's never old because they so happy, ain't they? Dwayne Wade throwing his little babies in the pool. I was like, look at this happy ass <laughs> father. <laughs> got that custody. How does that feel? I'd say it again. Mm-hmm. Look at how I'm living, white America, for the city. Yes, it's just something about a smile on folks' face that pisses people off. Oh, I love looking at Twitter timeline. Like sometimes one of my secret. Uh, things that I do is I just put in like hashtag LeBron and search Twitter and just look oh, at the mad people hot. and be like, look at this motherfucker. He mad as shit. Mad for no reason. No reason. What they do don't affect you at all. People was really like, why are your commercials so long, LeBron? I'm like, cause you, cause you're mad enough to watch the whole thing. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> you <laughs> you're mad enough to sit there to count the seconds. You don't do that for nothing else. Oh, I love it. Oh, there's nothing better than just being happy as shit. Ain't that the truth? And winning. Uh, next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Greg. Um, right now, it is sometime after 3 a.m. Okay. On Saturday morning, a few hours before you do your show. Um, I I know I usually call y'all at this time. I know it's kind of weird, but I'm usually up, and, and you know. But anyway, watching dogging. I just had a very. Oh, sorry. 
uh, I had this very strange experience. I had to get something out of my car at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, and uh, next to my car is a... Um, it was a SUV, I guess it looked like a Kia Sportage or something, but I, like the windows were fogged up and stuff. Like this car, like it's like it's parked right next to mine, and they're playing something. I, I couldn't understand what music was being played, but I saw the the, the windows were fogged up. Oh, sometimes get down. I just thought, like, are they fucking in that car, or are they smoking weed? Mm. You know, and I didn't want to. I couldn't. You know, stick around and linger too long to try to figure it out. You know, because uh, I figured they could see me or whatever. Mm. So I just, you know, it's just another awkward moment that I wanted to tell you guys about because um, Rod, I know you especially have a lot of them uh, in your life. Um, so I just thought I'd share that with you guys at uh, after uh, a quarter to three mm. in the morning. Um, I don't know where this voice. Man, what's what's going on? I don't either, Greg. Uh, I just thought I'd share that with you guys. Because I, it was kind of strange, you know. It was kind of awkward. Like, uh, like we all are. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, good effort, Greg. Um, I appreciate you giving it a old, uh, college try there. Um, they might have been dogging, man. I've been watching a lot of dogging videos lately. Ah! And, um, you know, if the cars are rocking, sometimes they do want you to come a knocking. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they I do. Think the they send out a mass text. You just missed yours. Yeah, I think the appropriate, uh, thing to do is to, uh, you're supposed to go out to the passenger window and just kind of pull your dick out and see what happens. Um, so, uh, but hey, you know, we all play it th- the way that we play it. You know, um, everybody can't be a dog and star. Um, <clears throat> you know, he left another voice message. That's over three minutes, but it was 15 minutes later. And I almost want to hear it because that voice message was so borderline weird that I can't imagine what the fuck happened 15 minutes later to be, to make him call us back. I'm going to play this shit. I don't know if I'll play the whole thing, though. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Greg again. Um, I, I was going to call you guys about something before I saw the fogged up windows <laughs> next to my car. Um, I knew you guys were talking about the uh, the transgender MMA fighter um, who had some uh, issues with her getting some um, getting license for her next fight. Um, I just think that if I don't know if this is a view that you guys kind of agreed with, but um, or, or were with or against her or anything like that. But I just think that, you know, if she's going to, um, this is, this isn't a new issue, you know, because with, uh, I remember Renee Richards, uh, tennis player, uh, she's, uh, a, a transgender from male to female. And, uh, during the, uh, 70s, I think late 70s, something like that. And then there was a golfer a few years ago who had an issue with, um, uh, well, she was a transgender, and uh, she wanted to play in the LPG, uh, LPGA. Yeah, and uh, there was an issue with that because I think there has to be a rule that you have to be born a man or something like that, you know. But I just feel like if they're able to play in their sport, then... Okay, I'm sorry, Greg. That is way too fucking coherent and... Back to the topic. Like, I was hoping to get some more ratchetness uh, in the next... Um, 
in the next voicemail but you somehow amazingly got your shit together at 3 30 in the morning uh-huh. and called us back i i mean respect he didn't you. tell us that they were dogging he, he didn't tell yeah. us you know that they were smoking i wanted to hear about the rest of your story so. right i thought he was gonna come back and be like hey man i looked and it was two people in there uh dogging but he, <laughs> yeah he just called back at 3 30 in the morning like mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. i've been you, thinking you know, I'm cognizant now. You can't be reasonable that time of the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, actually, I had another topic I'd like to talk about. No, thanks, buddy. Yes, we're not trying to hear rational voicemails at 3.30 in the morning. morning. Yeah, you get back out in that parking lot and see who's sucking whose dick. and then you, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Then you report back, Greg. We don't need any rational over three-minute voicemails at 3 in the morning. Mm-mm. Are you insane? Hey, what's up, Ron and Karen? This is uh, Mark from Brooklyn. Find the truth in the chat. Brooklyn? Uh, BK718 on Twitter. I'm finally getting a chance to call y'all after procrastinating forever. I'm going to listen to the show for a while. Great show as always. Um, I was calling about the last show that you had, I believe, on uh, Thursday. We were talking about them little dogs that were on your nerves. Um, me being a mailman, I'm encountering all them dogs all the time. As everybody already know how mailmen and dogs are mortal enemies. But, uh, it, like you said, man, there's always those little ones that's always, uh, real annoying and barking and when you account to them, that's the ones you don't want to mess with because if anything, you want to kick them and if you kick them, you're going to get in trouble because you wind up killing somebody's dog. So, <laughs> try to stay away from those. One time, I went on somebody's porch. I knew they had a dog, but they had a, I did first time I seen it, usually had it in the back and I put the mail in the box, turn around and there's this big ass rock wilder just sitting there. Oh, so oh, shit. I freaking scream like a girl, but like a manly girl, you know, because I got a deep voice, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, neighbors came out. The dogs didn't do nothing. They just sit there looking at me like, nigga, I don't want you. I've had your ass already. So, you know, that was the crazy account that I had with dogs. But um, I've been listening for a while. Like I said, I donated and everything. And so I'm going to claim my official spot. And uh, I think I'm going to be the official Freemason of the podcast. Freemason. Only known Freemason, I know that listen is Mr. Man, so he ain't claiming it yet. So <laughs> I'll be the official Freemason of the podcast. And uh, like I said, great shows. Thanks for all the entertainment and everything. And uh, other podcast suggestions like the Champs. I love that podcast. And if uh, you or anybody else there in Black Eyed Tip Nation will listen to uh, Bizarro Rod, it's um, <laughs> on the Combat Jack show, their intern specials they had this dude his name is even rod too oh and, man. Uh, he's bizarre uh, so check that out all right thanks a lot man have a good day peace peace i do need to listen to that show uh people keep telling me to listen to it i just haven't had the time but, what show um <clears throat> uh bizarre the combat jack show okay. uh bo was on it one time and i saw okay. him promoting it so yeah i definitely need to find a way to get it Get a, get a, get a second to listen to it, man. I know, um, if you could squeeze a second. But yeah, I didn't know they had dog issues with the postman in New York City. I just assumed that it was, uh, New York City, so it just never, you know, like, there was no yard, so where are you gonna put the dog? But I guess, uh, you can't escape these people that got these ratchet ass dogs, man. This is gonna always be a problem. Um. Always. Alright, let me, uh, get into some more feedback. Of course, we had the site. Um, theblackoutist.com. Uh, you go there, vote in the polls, leave comments in the polls, leave mm-hmm. comments on the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also, um, you know, you can do a bunch of stuff there. Just yes, go to blackouttips.com uh, and, and handle your business. Um, uh, 
we appreciate everybody that does take the time out and of course google logged me out give me one second <laughs> uh yeah google account was like you know what we, we've held this too long let's kick yeah, you out it's like you're taking your sweet ass time all right uh let's go to blackgowtips.com uh episode 433 unlimited uh wait actually no episode 432 trolling black women mm-hmm. it was a feedback episode uh someone wrote in about some of black women and karen did not want to go on a tangent which of course meant we went on a tangent um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh the comments for the show uh 432 trolling black women um derek arnold says these fools probably have unresolved women issues overall not just with sisters because we talked about mm-hmm. people that troll black women on the get attention because they think some attention is better than no attention this? and they don't have any uh like morals or standards they just troll yeah um and trolls are the most sensitive people on the internet like yes, they, they are they will be mad for years they'll hold a grudge against you for years for calling them the fuck out uh because they can't get over their own ego and, and a lot of they trolls can't let stuff go yeah a lot of trolls think they're smarter than everybody else so the second that they get brought down to that level where it's like you're not smart or you make them look like a fool all of a sudden they can't you know they can't let it Handle go it. and they spend years trying to prove that they're smarter than you and all this shit Jordan says, I love how Karen said she wasn't going to go off on a tangent and then immediately went off on a tangent. LOL. Great conversation. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. I was like, should I change the subject? No, no, this is happening. Uh, Dad says, kind of related to the title topic discussion, I found out Scandal was on Netflix. Gave it a try. I publicly on Twitter took back every bad thing I said about black women and Scandal and goddamn Carrie Washington looks good on there. Oh, that's good to hear, uh, Daz. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think a lot of times people just do the shit like, uh, and a lot of times in men and women relationships anyway, there's already kind of the element of men trolling women all the time anyway with, the, you know, and people troll each other in their own relationships. Yes, and, they do, which oh, is you're, stupid. You're watching Oprah, you know, and you got to talk some shit about Oprah and it's she cute. She got to talk some shit about you watching MMA or basketball or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's cute and it's funny to some extent, but then people take that shit online and lose their goddamn mind. And yes, they do. Start just trying to get attention. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, the poll for the show was, do dudes who troll black women on the internet have unresolved issues with black women? Yes or no? Yes. 88% of uh, the audience says yes. These dudes have issues with black women, which is kind of the point that I was trying to make. Um, no says 12% and those are the enablers. Like, yes, they are. Those are the people that come through and go, well, he's, I know him in real life and he's not really like that. And you're like, well, he's putting up a really good act on the internet. Then. Yes, he is. Uh, we had a couple comments. Tony A says, yes, indeed. And I troll them back. The Steve Harvey male relationship expert is the best. And dad says, ah. of course, nigga. Three exclamation points. <laughs> Straight to the point. Um, episode 433, where we had the homeboy Sarone Russell on. Uh, yes. Talked to him about life as a comedian and uh, a bunch of stuff, man. Just real fun dude. Then he had to go, and then we finished the show off ourselves. Uh, the official scientist, uh, Ashley, I believe, says uh, on her comments on the episode, um, I'd just like to say, if the buttocks is the caboose, then the vagina is the dining car, Southern Cuisine. Oh, Lord. Yes, because uh, we had the, the woman with a pistol in vagina, and the newscaster says, oh, the old caboose pistol. And, uh, yes, it did. I was like, this dude Live is, on the air. Yeah, this dude does not know anatomy. No. Um, Maurice says, 
great show as always few things to touch on one as a veteran of retail working retail if the cashier asks you about the company's bonus cards credit cards etc it's mostly because they're running out of promotion to get sales numbers up mm-hmm. when i worked at home depot we had to offer the credit card whenever the customer had a large sale blah 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 yes i know it's annoying to the customer but the company is looking for that extra dollar for you to spend yeah, yeah, yeah. We we knew that. I worked at Media Play. I worked cash registered a few places in. Uh, yeah, they get mad at me because that time I wouldn't promote that shit. I'm like I got I got other shit to do. I don't care about that. I got to make some more orange juice. Fuck your promotion. Yeah, that shit doesn't work anyway. No, that, it people, doesn't. The, people ask a couple questions and then they don't do it. Of course, like, and never well, apply and all that shit. Yeah. What kind of interest rate is it going to charge? Well, sir. Yeah, man. you don't know. You just trying to promote it because they told you to. Right. Uh, number two, vagina gum. Just know. I don't remember vagina gum. Maybe maybe vagina gun. Yes. Number three, doesn't doesn't American White History Month occur March 1st through January 31st? (laughs) Enjoy the remainder of the week. Coon Coalition out. Well, I think uh, even February is White History Month because black history is white history, but it's just negative white history. (laughs) It's like y'all was some assholes. And here's all the shit y'all did to us. They're like, "Mm -mm, you can call that your history. You can keep that part of it. <laughs> Don't start talk about that. Uh, Dad says, can we please just give white people a white history month so the whole world can let those who pretend to care so much know that we don't give a fuck? Um, yeah, it was funny because I think that Facebook page still only had like 50,000 members and it's like millions of people on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. nobody really gives a fuck about white history month. That Facebook page is just trolling. Um, the poll for the episode was, do you like watching nerd offs? Because we were talking about how sometimes you go places and you see two people arguing about something and they're just basically pulling out their nerd wieners and measuring which one's the nerdiest and the best and the most knowledgeable. Um, and I said, I'll enjoy me a good nerd off when I'm not involved in one. Yeah, well, you're not involved in one, yes. Like, I've actually uh, found other stuff to do to listen to two nerds argue some comic book shit or something. Just, you know, I'll be late to that next appointment because I need to hear this. I need to see how it ends, you know. Uh, so the, the audience, of course, the answers were yes, no, and never seen one in person. Yes got 40%. No got 17%. And never seen one in person got 43%. So most people have never even seen a nerd off. Yeah, that's because they're probably uh, cool people and they don't hang out in the place the nerd hangs out. Like they don't go to the comic book stores. Mm-hmm. They might not purchase video games. They probably don't go to game stuff. Like they don't go to these places that nerds kind of conjugate mm-hmm. and uh, whip their dicks out and go, miles longer, no miles longer. Right. They, they, they avoid those places. Chuck Spears says, I avoid them if I can. It's sometimes sad to see middle-aged men argue about cartoons and toys and be so serious and close-minded. It's like they relish the opportunity to be right about some inconsequential detail about a made-up thing a little too much. And I'm a nerd. I enjoy having friendly nerd discussions, but I tend not to stick around for nerd debates. They get ugly fast. They do mm-hmm. get ugly. They, they do. get personal. They get about your mama. They get about your intelligence, your daddy, your kids, your yep. way your wife cooks. They get real personal real quick. They're so dismissive and angry. Yes. It's like, really? It's like, uh, well, you know, I was thinking maybe Spider-Man could do this. Well, what? what? You would say Spider-Man could? No. Never would Peter Parker do. And you're just like, man, these this he's made up y'all uh <laughs> yeah he's 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 fiction the creature i don't know if anybody told y'all that i'm not gonna walk outside and see him yeah um dad says nerd offs are fun until you know they're not yeah that's true too but sometimes you do go uh enough guys no. 
<laughs> we've had enough yeah and the last uh uh the last episode we had was 434 huffington post edition um where we talked about being in huffington post and uh how awesome that was um dad says i have heard tale of accolades received by the well-known publication that is the huffington post and i must say my lady and good sir good show old chaps <laughs> thank you dad why thank you appreciate cheerio it, chap cheerio <laughs> yes um and the poll was posting your house rules by the front door now this i did not know it was gonna be so highly debated <laughs> but apparently this struck a chord with karen and she was not having any of this um but i put it to the audience because scientifically the audience always gets it right <laughs> so i said posting your house rules by the front door yay i'd love to have guidelines posted nay just figure it out it's no big deal 63 percent of people said yay i'd love to have the guidelines posted mm-hmm. are you gonna read them is the question yeah they read them karen that's why they want them up there okay nay just figure it out it's no big deal i want to post it also for for when people fuck up in my house i can go come on uh come come with me to the front door <laughs> <laughs> you you when you was reading you skipped number three yeah number three man no no shoes on the couch okay all right cool thanks bro um chuck spears left a comment i grew up around a lot of latinos and most of them are catholic i would go to so many apartments where they had a sign on the door saying no catholics allowed in this home i'm not catholic or even christian so i never really felt comfortable going into that house the first time have expected to be punished as some sort of heretic wait you said no catholics allowed in this home and you're not catholic or christian but you never felt comfortable i mean i can see how i guess it would be like no blacks it's like i'm not black but why you got that weird ass sign up here yes it's one of the things like okay half expecting to be punished as some sort of heretic that rule began being posted on the door isn't helpful or nice a nice note asking you to take off your shoes or hat or something is acceptable though one rule i remember being posted in a friend's bathroom is this is a house there's not one tree so be polite and sit to pee this ha <laughs> This note resonates with me even 20 years later. Yeah, my favorite note I ever saw was in a public restroom at a business. And it said, uh, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. I've seen that one before. And then uh, at my job, uh, the lady's no longer there. We had a very uh, angry black woman that uh, used to clean our bathrooms. And uh, I went to the bathroom one day, and there was a big old sign posted on the inside of the female stall. And it says, look, if you don't clean up after yourself, who will? Mm-hmm. I am not a maid. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, straight to the point. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, dog. Uh, I, in my own house, I will sit to pee in a heartbeat. I don't mind at all. <laughs> you at home. Yeah. I will sit and pee and not even have a problem with it. Um, But, uh. You know, I think if if they want to enforce that in the public restroom, they need to have uh, that dude from the Chappelle show, Lysol, and he'd be like, you sit down to pee and shit like that. Ah! Charlie Murphy. In there. But, but something I think they need to have, maybe because I'm a female in every single bathroom, they need to have a little thing in there. That where, covers the toilet seat. That covers the toilet seat. Yep. And they need to have the uh, sanitary wipes, the kind you can pull off like Perel and mm-hmm. like wipe your shit down and, 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 and all that shit before I sit my ass down on it. Yeah, um, I, I just saw uh, that ought to be a law. Yeah, I just saw Shane Paul Neal say he wouldn't, he won't wipe a public toilet seat, and uh, I'm like, I, I hope you don't use it. 
yeah like because i I will wipe a toilet seat before i sit on that shit i I will too it it, uh 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 and uh i don't have no penis but i will stand and uh shoot and piss be flying everywhere but you know what fuck that if you if if you ain't courteous enough to uh, have some shit in here where i can sit my ass on you get your your seat getting pissed on yeah i mean i ain't the janitor so i'm not about to get no pines all out but i'm just saying i'm not sitting on nobody toilet seat no uh if i can help it that's why I measure happiness in the amount of shit you get to take at home. Um, all right. Let's talk about these emails. Okay. Last segment of the show. DH writes in, sup. What's up, peoples? Quickly, my best friend and I are closest brothers. I would never hit up his wife to even have lunch at a restaurant without contacting him first. And he knows I would do anything within my power to protect her and their kids. It's called respect. Yes, it is. Buddy should check out Milton Berle, Dustin Hoffman, Kabuki Theater, Classic English and Roman Theater. Guess what? Cross-dressing dudes. Long before Tyler Perry. The theaters didn't even allow female actors to play females. Dudes got those roles. Drunk and hip... <laughs> I like how he's just switching subjects. There's no in between. Like, y'all talked about these things, and this is what I'm commenting Straight on. to the point. He said quickly at the beginning now. Come yeah, on now. I'm assuming the first thing is about Eclectic being weird and trying to meet up with Karen without telling me or mm-hmm. anybody and also not telling her he was coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and then not saying it was a joke when I asked him what was up with it. So, uh, Buddy was the guy at my job that intru- tried to introduce me to Tyler Perry by telling me he was a making documentaries about black cross-dressing in the black community and how big a deal it is ain't that the truth and the third one he says drinking inhibits the ability to consent and at 16 arrest them busket fools and the people who provided the alcohol with rape not statutory rape um yeah i agree um that's the thing like they're, they're like well she gets drunk and passes out and this is how she has sex it's like Oh, isn't alcohol illegal too? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going on in this underage. town? Y'all just like football this goddamn much? I guess so. None of these kids gonna football be shit. Football over everything. Apparently Throw that so. ball, y'all. Mob. Um, uh, if I missed any typos, cut me some slack. Fucking autofill on my Kindle. Hey, no problem, dog. No problem. Uh, Professor LCH wrote in episode four thirty four. All huff everything. Not a hoof. Enthusiast extraordinaire. Congratulations on the article about your good, hard, amazing, non-born podcast in the Huffington Post. The ridiculous music as the backdrop for the reading of the article was perfection. Oh my God, I hollered. <laughs> you are officially fancy now. Yes, we Karen, fancy, huh? Karen almost named the episode that. We fancy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more responding to shirtless Abby's, Roderick. <laughs> Please don't. I've been called my government more times this week <laughs> than any other week. Yes. Because <laughs> you fancy. Right. Because it's pro so tough rod. Uh, we, sir, are a no shirt, no shirt, no service establishment here. Y'all, serious, real talk. I know I forgot that one time. I've never responded to shirtless avatar people. Oh, please again. don't. They're never sane. They are never sane. And look, if you are a shirtless avatar motherfucker listening to this right now, change it. Look, man. No, don't. No, leave it. <laughs> I want to know that you're not sane. Don't change it. It's fine. Okay. I just won't be responding to you. It's fine. Ooh. You know, you're saving both of us some time. You don't want me responding because I hate crazy and I don't respond well to it. And I don't want to respond to you because crazy people don't respond well to me, not responding well to them. Ah, that's right. Everybody angry. So, you know what? Let's leave each other alone. Good day, sir. Good day, ma'am. Six exclamation points. Now off to the racist. Smiladon, 
that's latin young yours <laughs> professor <LCH. laughs> uh frano writes in the longest email he's ever written us oh snap he must have had something to say then yeah it's written in comic sans too so i was like oh, comic shit. Sans. um it says i had beef but then i didn't uh-oh what up young um i don't have time to proofread improvise if need be so i'm chilling in my office listening to episode 433 unlimited touching text oh first let me say saron russell is that nigga very entertaining wish he could have stayed long enough for guess the race um anyways was listening to the article you read about the babysitters pit bulls killing the 14 month old baby you know what i went back and listened again and i actually have no problem with your opinion on the situation I think you hear that? that was that bird. Anyway, I, I think you're 100 percent correct. And Karen actually made a valid point in reference to accountability, considering pits have a temperament to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. I think all breeding of them should be registered and not just bred by some nigga Junebug selling them as makeshift at a makeshift kennel on a farm. I know. So I have I've had oh, I've had three pits in my life. The first, my parents got me as a puppy when I was about 11. Well, he was more of the family dog. He pretty much died of old age. He was great. Nigga was named Smokey. My second pit, Ryu, I got as a puppy with a, with a, from a professional breeder and was registered for the American, with the American Pit Bull Association and the UKC, United Kennel Club. I had to actually send in pictures of Ryu every six months and provide copies of semi-annual vet visits. They are serious about that shit. After about four years, I had to give custody, like he's a child, of him to my brother when my unit had to go overseas for that war bullshit. My brother never gave him back, and Ryu ended up dying of natural causes some years later. Oh. My third pit, Madija, I got is a, is it a cross-dressing pit? Like, it's really a I dog guess. pit, but it wears a wig, and it's I guess so. always talking about popping off up in here. <laughs> my third pit, Madija. I got her as a puppy for my neighbor's homie on some Junebug type shit. She was gorgeous and seemed okay. After almost two years and while giving her a bath one afternoon, she bit the shit out of me. I dropped her gorgeous ass off at the dog pound within the hour, as Karen would say. Fuck that. I know it's so. Now with all my pits, no matter how cute or nice and well-trained they were, white folks always ended up to me. Coming up to me complimenting my dog and saying how nice they are and shit. When they ask that same question, does he bite? And my answer is always, he got teeth, don't he? That's what I, you know what? Up top to Dale Frando. That's what I say. Do he bite? I'm like, nigga, he got teeth. He chew his food. Don't you see? Teeth hurt. Yeah, it's, no, it's a pacifist dog. It, uh, nah, he got dentures. Took a, <laughs> took a vow. Come on, dog. Took a vow of no bite. He got teeth, the motherfucker bite. Um, I did look up some shit on dog attacks and found out just like my situation, most dog attacks aren't reported. Only the ones causing harm enough to be hospitalized or death. I mean, I've been bit by my grandfather's faggot ass chihuahua sugar. <laughs> oh Lord, how does this happen? Well, uh, I crossed trips and dogs then, baby. I do like that he was doing so well. Until it got to that point. <laughs> just, just, just threw the homophobia in there. Delfrano just can't be uh he just couldn't make it all the way man he's just like let me just throw some he almost made to the finish line i was like you know what nah yeah I'm like <laughs> oh this is going too well they're understanding my points i'm sounding too rational let me just throw some logical homophobic slur up in here because that's how i need to get down uh so many times as a kid but just kicked the shit out of her and kept it moving there are too many variables too the owners could be abusive assholes the kids could be abusive assholes the dog could actually be on 
be an asshole or had a bad day in the backyard you never know of course attacks by pit bulls rots and doberman type dogs will be reported them niggas were bred for damage I found that so far in 2013, there were six fatalities by dog attacks reported. All six happened to be pit bulls. Betty Todd, 65, attacked at her friend's home by that pit bull. Christian Gormanus, four, uh, climbed the neighbor's fence, attacked by a chain pit bull. Elsie Grace, 91, killed in her motel room by two pit bulls. Sound like they set her ass up. Oh, shit. What, Isaac- they run a busket? <laughs> They're like, hey, we got you cornered, bitch. I don't understand this. I she get tapped by two dogs in the hotel room. Sound like they were dogging. Oh, they they was dogging, dogging her doggy style. <laughs> um, Isaiah Aguilar too <laughs> killed in the neighbor's yard by their pit, which was tied up. Also, Ryan Maxwell seven killed in the backyard of parents' friends pit bull. And Daxton Borchardt, 14 months, which you reported last week. Just to be safe, I wouldn't fuck with them pit bulls, and that's from a lifelong owner. Just get a gay-ass lap. What is up with you and your homophobicness? Really? What? This is not chauvinist shit. (laughs) Um, something that if they bite you, you can punt the shit out of them or at least bite them back. Anyway, sorry for rambling and long ass email. I try to do better next time or not. Who knows? Where's the cognac? I'm out. Bamf. All right, man. The next time, don't put faggot and gay ass in the fucking <laughs> email. Okay. Appreciate he can't it. help it. He can, he can learn. Everybody can learn. Uh, long lost family and the whole whisper from Nikki, 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 nerdy Nikki. Oh, Lord. From Arizona. Hey, Ryan and Karen, it's Nikki from Arizona. Me and B. Cole found out we might be cousins by marriage. One of his oh, Lord. Aunt, mm-hmm, one of his aunt's cousins might be my aunt's cu- husband. So, I guess, thank you for reuniting me with my family. Oh, cool. Also, I told B. Cole the story about the one guy who offered a hoe a place to stay and turn her into a housewife. He, he said, I have a story to tell you. Well, my friend got custody of his daughter and was dating a stripper. She asked if she could move in and help with his daughter. He agreed, and 12 years later, she stopped stripping, goes to church, PTA, and Booster Club mom, and never looked back. But it's obvious she is a former stripper. She has those big fake titties and Tammy Baker makeup. Uh, well, that's all for now. It's 90 degrees right now in Arizona. I need to buy some watermelon Kool-Aid to keep cool. Miss Nerdy Nikki, Nikki from Arizona. Thank you uh nikki 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 we appreciate it thank you um and uh yeah i actually know a dude that uh took a homeless woman a white dude took a homeless black woman from off the street uh got her to his house washed her up uh had sex with her uh did drugs with her and stuff and uh she robbed him of everything a year later so you know sometimes hoes will be hoes you never know you just never know. He just, just gotta put ha- it yeah, out he just there. Just happen to got happen to have a good one, but mm-hmm. yeah. So don't. Just a word of caution to everybody. Four thirty four. Sorry for being weird, Rod. This is from uh, Howard T. Smith. Uh, he says, "Dear Rod, just want to say I love the show, man. Again, it's the highlight of my week. I heard your latest show where you mentioned getting Twitter messages from a guy with no shirt on. Imagine my mortif- mortification when I realized you were talking to me." You were referring to me. <laughs> this the shirtless nigga. 
uh i have never had such a facepalm moment in all my life and i've said some odd things to girls over the years that kept me from dating in hindsight that was a faux pas on my part i didn't mean anything sexual behind it just went through my phone to find a current picture of me with my new glasses and it happened to be without a shirt on (laughs) i feel like an idiot i was just trying to have typical nerd chat with one of my new heroes i'm not a hero man i'm just a regular ass dude i mean before the Huffington Post. I guess now I'm a hero. This whole situation ah! reminds me of the story Kevin Hart tells about guys trying to talk to him in the gym locker naked room naked. I so didn't want to be that guy. I've subsequently changed my profile picture to something less unsettling. I mean, awkward is in my Twitter handle. Yeah, it's, it's, it was awkward something in his Twitter handle, which is another. I was like, uh, this is awkward. You win. I'm out. Um, P.S. I realized that on episode 429, I left two voicemails that made me sound like the black kid from Malcolm in the Middle. I want to apologize to anyone I offended with the comparison of Arkansas to Resident Evil 5. I was a little kid when I actually went there, so my perspective was pretty much compromised. Blackness to the Obsidian Power, Howard T. Smith II. Well, thank you, Howard. Appreciate you putting on the shirt. shirt. Yes, thank you, sir, for putting on that shirt. Yeah, uh, let's, uh, keep it calm on the questions. Let's try to keep it the one topic at a time. Uh, I appreciate you saying I'm a hero and everything, but, uh, I am not responding to 17, uh, with Chun Lee versus, uh, Blanca be a good movie or like whatever, <laughs> whatever the question was and shit. Like, let's just keep it to whatever relevant thing we're talking about at the time. Uh, that, and we'll be cool. Just, it's, it's cool, baby. Just be cool. Follow Rod's house rules. Shirley's house rules. It's the name of this email. Ah. I have a friend from law school who was so, this is from Shirley Wong, mm-hmm. your hood lawyer, uh, Shirley Wong, Esquire. Esquire. Please say the Esquire. Please do. I have a friend from law school who was so OCD that she would make her guests wear spare socks she had if they didn't have any socks on. Wow. I think your idea to post house rules on the door is a great idea, so I made a draft of my house rules. Okay. You know, also another reason I want house rules posted at the door, because just like a restaurant that posts their menu at the door, I want to be able to say, eh, not for me, and walk away. True. Oh, okay, okay, okay now that's a valid point. Yeah. yeah. You can look at me like, you know what, I'm not going to have a good time here, so let me go somewhere right. else. You know, it's like, hey. Uh, but, but then you know what, can I go online and look at your house rules like I can the menu then? Yeah. Oh, God, that's even better. Come on now, we're going to do that. I can be like, you know what, nah, I'm not going to your party. Oh, we should start houserules.com. You know, we can make a killing. For mm-hmm. real. You'd be like, oh, going to Shirley Wong house. Oh, she's registered on HouseRules.com. And then you go to HouseRules.com and it's just like something posted up there like, hey, uh, no shoes on my carpet. You're like, oh, okay. Fuck okay. that. I like my shoes. My, my socks got holes in them. Fuck that. Yeah. You'd be you like, know you know much? what? I ain't going. You know how much I paid for these Manolo heels? I'm wearing these. I know so. Uh, number one, no cheddars. This includes people of color who lighten their skin. White ain't right. So she's already starting off with some racism. Okay, Shirley Wong. Two, no shoes. If you wear shoes into my house, then you are giving me permission to rip them off your feet and dispose of them however I desire. Oh, Lord. Is she going to burn them? Uh, She's probably just a tumosexual. She's probably going to smell them. Number three, guests have 15 minutes to vacate the premises after the events have concluded. This section also applies to events that include sexual activity. Remaining on the premises more than 15 minutes may subject you to being tossed out the door like Jeff and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I agree. I agree. 15. Now, I would say 30, but um, I feel you. 15 is a good, like, take a piss, get the fuck out. Number four, no pets. 
right oh this is a good one why would you bring a dog or a cat to an asian person's house anyway that's like bringing your pet ah! that's like bringing your pet chicken to a black person's house oh lord oh my god it's <laughs> like why do i do that that makes no sense uh number five you must bow to me prior to entering and prior to calling me oh great one uh oh wait prior to leaving so you gotta bow before you come in and bow before you can leave uh calling her oh great one is optional so you don't have to do that but she would like it uh number six these rules are subject to change at any time without prior written notice deal with it this is my house at your hood lawyer Shirley Wong. i understand that Esquire. especially you paying the bills honey uh professor lch says warning this may not be appropriate and too long for the feedback show so no offense if you don't read it well i'm reading it hi rod hi karen hey boo I was on spring break this week, and in addition to catching up with TBGWT episodes, I decided to try out a new spa. They had something I very much wanted to do, an infrared sauna. Oh, what's that? Uh, I think that's when uh, they put lasers on the sauna, and then uh, they shoot you with the front of the sc- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to see if there were uh, specials or bargains and got a pretty good deal for a spring cleaning, detoxing foot bath, a facial pause um a facial pause a detoxing mud wrap and sauna the foot bath nice the foot bath was nothing to write home about found it pretty boring and not sure it was worth the money next up the infrared sauna it's like a steam room without water or fun of lading in it or the hot rocks to make steam and hear it sizzle but it's a sauna for one i immediately thought of karen's kendrick lamar solo 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 (laughs) invitation all right well that is actually a ab soul but uh understood they they do they kind of the same um i couldn't wait the sauna went from 139 to 149 degrees i was in there for 45 minutes Ooh, man that seems so hot to me i think i would pass out it's oh it's 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 so i know it sounds weird to people it's so relaxing you just lay there and you just sweat and it's just Oh, it just does something to you. It is a wonderful experience. I love them. I'd worn the smallest lingerie so I could wouldn't be naked under the robe in the spa in case someone mistakenly walked in. I also, knowing I'd get a mud treatment later, I knew the smallest items would make the most sense, as did bringing spares for change into uh to, for changing into after it was all done. Yeah. So I stretched out in the sauna. Don't blame I don't t- you. I turned off the lights inside and got into it. Yes, ma'am. The one at the Y, the lights are already off. You go, you go in there and it's just water everywhere and steam everywhere and sweat everywhere. And you just go in there and you just kind of sit down and like she said, next thing you, you, and it just heat a room, heat up and somebody open up the door, letting the heat out. Everybody get mad. Like shut the damn door. It's beautiful. The bench wasn't long enough for my 5'9 length, so I positioned myself in a V with my legs high in the air. I sweated. I was moist. I drank water. I did poses and yoga moves. I loved it. Yes. And then the mud treatment. Oh. I was mistaken. Unlike the mud wraps I'd had in the past, unlike a massage, there was a ton more nakedness. This treatment began with a microscopic bit of rolled paper. It was a thong. Oh, <laughs> I was told to take everything off, put that on, and climb atop a plastic swath massage table. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Outrageous! I imagine I look like a burst container of nougat. LOL. I cannot imagine how anyone looks good in that thing. 
but <laughs> what made it better she was great and i thought of tbgwt first for whatever reason i thought of guess the race <laughs> i then thought who wouldn't care about their flabbiness while being attended to bingo slavers so i pretended i owned her and started to laugh a bit. <laughs> that's uh-huh. what you do uh-huh. the revolution is already beginning you better keep it on the book see roger keep it on the book <laughs> more on my back slave uh she asked if she was tickling me lol after being painted and rubbed with mud everywhere i began to slide a bit on the plastic i tried hard not to think of the blackout test porn discussions and laugh out loud while the attendant <laughs> while the attendant was in the room with me after i marinated in the mess she returned to give me a foot massage and oh no not homosexuality. <laughs> She was getting it all that day, wasn't she? Thank goodness I had to shower after it. I felt so dirty. <laughs> but aroused. No, I'm yes. just kidding. Uh, and returned to the plastic, uh, returned to the table, plastic removed. You think, you think my temptation to laugh would have ended? Nope. The attendant massaged me with some thick cream that made a thick, wet squirt noise every time she squeezed the bottle. Oh, oh my God. Lord. <laughs> I had Oh my God! I thought of Rod grabbing his lotion during Karen's massage stories. <laughs> well, I guess now everybody that didn't see the video knows. <laughs> yeah, I had a plastic, I had a stupid plastic smile on my face, trying not to laugh out loud. The facial was the last step. I was robbed again, thank God, and on a much more comfy table. I mean, robed again, not robbed. I was robed again, thank God, and on a much more comfy table. Steam on in my face, face massage. Sweet smelling creamy mask and moisture. Ooh, everything. Right, this sounds good. So, Karen, these are also out there for you, Ma. Going to get you a piece. Beware that paper thong, though. <laughs> Professor CH, a.k.a. the official smile dog the blackout tips. Ooh, I'm going to get on some other stuff. Hey. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna get, tell y'all all about it. Get your paper thong on. Yes, with my uh, with my, cu- with my cucumber eye covers. Laughing my ass off at more flocker uh, from Special Ops underscore Mister Morrow, sir, in my Dave Chappelle voice. Oh yeah, how do you too, Karen? Sigh. <laughs> After seeing how you did, buddy, with the It's Raining Men song, I've kind of figured you'd come back with another Waka Flocka's classic. Well played, LOL. And what's up with deleting my email? What happened to Nothing's Wrong with It's Funny, TM? Uh, probably wasn't that funny. Humor in that email was more towards the end. Well, you got to leave, leave with your good jokes, man. You got to win the audience over. Um, but it's all good. Congrats on the Huffington Post mention later, special ops underscore. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, Mike Felder writes in. Been a second. Been I a know. second. From the Blackberry. Slavery skill set is the title of this email. Ah, this is going to be good. Interesting. What up, Rod and Karen? I'm dying over here laughing at this slavery skill set conversation. You guys are dead on and not just black people. There are so few people that I come across in life that know how to do things old school style. Thanks to my grandparents, I know how to plant, how to rotate crops, and when to harvest and the like. I don't have a garden now. I'm planting an herb garden this week, though. But I, I do, uh, I can do my own vegetables, though. Man, I love that shit. And there is nothing like making pasta sauce with your own fire-roasted tomatoes. Now, that does sound good. I want to raise my own chickens, but I don't have enough room. You probably need a permit for that in the city. Yep. Raise them, kill them, eat them. Well, you never said name them. You got to name them, too. <laughs> that way uh, you can get the fourth shotgun gone. Ah. Oh, yeah. I'm a point. I'm at a point now where I don't even buy chicken parts aside from wings. Duh. 
I get them whole joints and do what I need with them. Other folks pay an extra for pre-cut breast and packaged thighs. In the words of every old black man ever, that's how they get you. That is how they get me. Fuck that. I've seen the whole chicken. You got to dig in that big ass hole and get that bag of gizzards out. They got all the liver and all that bullshit in it. And then you got to chop and cut and slice and all this motherfucking shit. By the time you finish, I'm sweating. Fuck that. I want wings. Let me buy the wings. I want legs. Let me buy the legs. Let the butcher do the work. I do like split chicken breasts and I do like chicken quarters and those are always cheap. I don't know why. Because nobody buys them. Yeah, I wonder why they don't buy them though. Those, those fucking things are delicious. Because people either want the thigh or the legs, but they're combined and most people don't know. Now I will chop those because my, my mama showed me how to chop it where it's an easy cut. I chop those, but I'm not chopping no whole chicken. I've seen it and, and, and seen videos on it and I just look at that motherfucker screen going, no. Yeah, you're passionate about that one. No, uh, pay the butcher gets paid ten ninety five an hour, twelve ninety five, whatever the fuck you get paid an hour. Roger be laughing at me. We go buy shit like we were buying some ribs, and I be like, hmm, I'm gonna get the butcher to cut this. And Roger let me. No, mm, I'm, I'm like the white folks. They got a service, the little thing up there, and said that if any particular cut of meat, they can cut it any way you want. I said, this is what I get for watching too much Food Network. And the Food Network people say the butcher will cut your shit. Let them do their job and cut your shit. I should be able to take it home and do whatever I want to it. I should be cutting. Okay, here's the thing. I was never against that. Okay. What happened was Karen picked up some pre-cat packaged ribs, not from Harris Teeter, but just ribs, like Jerry's ribs or some shit, <laughs> and was like, he could cut these up. And it's yeah, like, yeah. he actually can't cut those ribs up because those ribs are pre-packaged <laughs> in somebody else's shit. If it was like, ribs, ribs. Yeah, if it was like ribs are $3.99 a pound, Buy Harris Teeter ribs. He can cut those up. No problem. Okay. I, I've actually had my stuff cut up before uh, when we used to go to Fresh Market. So yes. I was not against you on this. I don't know how you twisted that story into <laughs> Roderick me looking at me weird. Um, as for internet. But that's why you was looking at me weird. My bad. Yeah. I was looking at you weird because I was like, you can't cut Pepperidge Farm chicken breast. <laughs> they, they don't do that shit. They do that with the, I'm like, y'all cut everything up. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> uh as for internet weirdness, man, I'm lucky. No one has really gotten weird on Kristen, which is nice. Only one guy who seems to be obsessed with me has bothered her and he basically tries to get her to think he's cool. Like my girlfriend is gonna think he's better than me because he hates on me watching reality T V and teen dramas. This moron doesn't get what that we watch them together. Yeah, I agree with you, uh Felder man. I mean, maybe pre Huff Post Rod might have been feeling a little bit <laughs> You know, self-conscious about all that, but you know, post up over. I'm good. You don't care enough. Got it. <laughs> Take your shirt off, Rod. Just do it. It's almost summertime. Just go shirtless. That's what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm getting back in shape, trying to get unfat before I do the video for the NFL draft in NYC. Oh Lord! Not trying to look like I play ball again. Just being less fat than the fatness that I currently am. I go play basketball, but I'm just a younger version of that old dude you don't like. You don't want me near your basketball game. I stopped playing ball at the middle school because them bitches called too many fouls. It ain't patty cake. Do some push-ups and get strong. Yeah, they was calling all kinds of fouls this morning. God damn. I was like, really? I, uh, it was frustrating. 
um to solve your house rules problem just assume that everyone has sex in their house on all the furniture i, I know so that's what i do don't touch stuff with your hands use your clothes as a protective barrier it's the same reason i wear long sleeves and pants to my rare friend for strip club trips that's right i'm not a big strip club fan neither am i i see breasts they're on the computer and television they don't amaze me i don't like being touched by strangers and skin to skin contact of any kind makes me feel icky unless it's my girlfriend me too man i don't like people touching me i don't know why it's so hard for people to believe like even hot chicks they try to do that shit where they touch your shoulder and just get you on their side i'm like get your fucking hands off me <laughs> I, don't, I don't know you like i at least like to know you before you touch me that's all i'm saying like we, this is our first conversation little lady get off me um i used to have a boss that would come and like touch my back when he talked to me i'll be like man i am already reassured get the fuck off me <laughs> uh i like posted house rules but i can imagine you going door to door over and over again to refresh your mind of what the rules are it's uh say pack uh, you know maybe we get some mugs get the house rules put on them get them put on your mm-hmm. drink cups then you just look at your cup and go okay can't uh piss sitting standing up um it's St. Patrick's Day celebration, which means a bunch of non-drinking ass amateurs will be out getting wasted, pretending like they're regular animals. They get drunk, cry, go home, break up, fight, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Avoid these people if you can. I'll be thrust into the masses today. Pray for me. Enjoy your weekend. Love the show. We will enjoy our weekend, Mike Felder. Yeah, we stay away from that. But we were scared to go to one of the sushi places last night. I was like, shit, is this going to be full of drunk folks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pizza and women. From Tony. Hey, Rod and Karen. I was checking out last week's feedback show and had two quick things. Mr. Moody's story about the $10 tip for the pizza delivery reminded me of a time that I worked for Pizza Hut. This drunk guy in a trailer gave me $100 on a $17 order. I tried to tell him that I didn't have the change, but he cursed his wife and cat before telling me to keep it. I bounced and spent all the cash the next day. This asshole called my manager the next morning to say he thought he gave me a 20 and he needed his $83 back wow now you know technically he should need 63 dollars back what an asshole anyway i came up with the cash and gave it up even though i just wanted to quit and say fuck him asshole got his money back and left me three dollars for my troubles wow on the guys that troll black women my friends and i have found this one relationship expert on twitter that seems to give out one-sided relationship advice we troll him right back even though he hasn't responded to any of us he talks bullshit similar to that Letter that Phenom Black read on Where's My 40 Acres last week. Get this. His role models are Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, and the literary great Tyrese. I died laughing the day I read that. Love your show. Keep the great content coming. Tony out. A lot of people out here on the internet trying to get their hustle on, man. Of course. I'm thinking about starting my own series of blogging where I just uh, say stupid shit and try to get my hustle on to see what happens. I'm really serious about this. I've already pre-written three, <laughs> three articles this week. Oh lord! Mm-hmm. Yep, it's not a game, and it's going to happen. And I hope the audience spreads the word and has people read this shit, and we're going to see who gets mad and who realizes it's a fucking joke. I know so. Willie Lynch and shit from Jay Full. What up, Rod and Karen? Karen and Rod. Recently, during the discussion of the black family and fatherhood and shit, a few listeners have referred to the Willie Lynch letter. I think only one person did. Um, not to be the rain on their parade of otherwise good points. I just like to point out that the Willie Lynch letter is just an internet hoax. Um, okay, number one, let me just say, I'm sure it's a hoax. I've heard many people say it, but uh, it doesn't mean that uh, the people referring to it believe that it's real, but just that 
uh some of the stuff that they said or whatever is coming to fruition with people uh family units being broken up and stuff i don't know that they're saying that it's a valid letter as much as they're saying um did he write an article who is willie lynch um all right i I really did not want to do this i'm sorry i don't know who you're talking about no no it's fine i just gotta go look this shit up um so i can be sure but it's like a letter that implies a whole bunch of shit that uh uh, somebody wanted to do to uh, black people and this has been going before the internet it's not just an internet hoax I remember reading this shit when I was like a kid and people would bring it up um, but uh, the, it says this speech was delivered by Willie Lynch on the bank of the James River in the colony of Virginia in 1712 Lynch was a British slave owner of the, in the West Indies he was invited to the colony of Virginia in 1712 to teach his methods to slave owners here and then it goes on to talk about dividing people's families, okay, making like, light skinned people hate black people. Okay. Uh, right. Just and then people always use it as like a a guide or go to. Yeah, okay. they they always use it as uh you know this is this this is uh this is uh people used to use it for real like this is just what Willie Lynch wanted and all this shit. So I know what he's saying, but. I don't think the people that were referring to it were even saying that they believed it, but just that it might be fake, but it's, you know, valid that there's effects on the black community from slavery. Ain't that the truth? So I don't know, but I, I figured somebody would write in. I didn't feel like, just like I don't feel like talking about it now. Yeah, I, I didn't feel that. like going into it because it's, it's like, okay, it's fake. Well, yeah, this is 1776. I thought you were talking about Willie Lynch wrote this yesterday. I was confused. While the shit that the letter discusses seems plausible, it is indeed a fake. So, listeners, let's not cite that letter as some sort of backing proof, unless, of course, you also quote the uh, acclaimed scientist Lil Scrappy. Um, ah! So, yeah, I, but like I said, I don't think they were saying it as this is proof, but just like as just like this letter. At least that's how I took it. Okay. Because um, I think every, I thought everybody knew it was fake at this point. Um, yeah, and, and you know, and and and, and Willie Lynch sounds like a, a old black name. <laughs> it does. You know, why, well, Uncle Willie, Willie Lynch, he over there drinking that Coke Forty Five. <laughs> Uncle Willie, right. Uh, lastly, is the official Blue Devil of the podcast. That's right. Uh, he just made that title up. I want to give a shout out to Leonard Brothers, whom I've been trolling on Facebook to counter his Duke hate. In true troll fashion, I managed to get under his skin, even prompting him to exclaim, I don't even know you, which made me hit that Coach K smile when he sees a heady white kid from a two-parent home. Oh, Lord. <laughs> With a game akin to Jimmy Chitwood. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Chitwood is from Hoosiers. Look it up. But alas, <laughs> Duke lost to Maryland last night and are out of the ACC tourney. Rod and Leonard rejoice while you can. Oh, I'm partying, nigga. Oh, we rejoicing over here. Step your game up. Get to the second round. How about that? Uh, Rod and Leonard rejoice while you can. We'll win the national championship. My troll levels will be legendary. Jay Full. No, you can't troll me. I control everything on the show. So, you know, <laughs> troll at your own risk. I mean, that's the truth. All right, man. Um, this has been the Blackout Test Feedback. Uh, we had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time. I do too. Tomorrow shows will be, tomorrow show will be at 10 a.m. Uh, our guest will be, uh, Cloris, aka Patient C, and we're gonna talk to her about all kinds of interesting things, uh, for, you know, about an hour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I wanna interview her about her life. She's had such an interesting life thus far and has so many 
crazy and weird and cool things to talk about so okay. we're gonna we're gonna do that tomorrow um uh of course the blackoutists.com slash about all the contact info don't forget you can donate right from the blackoutists.com join all our facebook social media all that stuff uh spread the word about the show we appreciate everybody that does that um it really does help us look better make sure you guys go and comment on the huffington post, post. article just because mm-hmm. like i said if you want people to uh you know give us recognition and talk about it then we have to reward them as a fan base and be like hey um you know if you talk about are the shows that we like then people are going to come read it you know mm-hmm. so make sure you guys do all that stuff um i really can't think of anything else so um we will talk to you guys tomorrow so until tomorrow love you you too baby Mwah.